Oh. Holy moly. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to HCS Pro Talk, your weekly Halo Sports podcast. Don't worry, Will was sitting next to me the entire time if oh, you were yeah. in the Twitch chat. And uh, I, we got this shit started. He started the intro music right on cue. It's good shit. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, this is episode 221 for the week of February 6th, 2022. The title of this episode is HCS Anaheim Preview. My name is Josh AK JK Fire, and this week I'm joined by the man in Ah oh, fuck. Uh I've already said the monkey hat. I've already said the smoky hoodie. Oh, you need a new I need a new one. New one yeah. What do you got? What uh, what shirt you got underneath there? Does it work Fees. <laughs> the man in the face shirt, Will <laughs> aka I Mr. Ham. Will, how are oh. you doing on this uh, Tuesday, Tuesday, money Tuesday afternoon, evening? I should say I'm, I'm feeling pretty money. Ooh, it's money Tuesday. cash money. Feel cash yeah. money, bro. How about yourself? You know, uh, I'm sorry that we had to postpone uh, the show um, to today, but to everybody tuning into the live show, welcome. Glad to have you. Um, Berg, Shio, Legend, Hoods, first timer. Welcome. Good to see you. Uh, and everybody else who's going to pop in, welcome to the show. I'm doing all right. Again, sorry we had to postpone. Shit came up. Life is life. You know what it is. Um, Will, thank you for being flexible as well. I appreciate it as always. Um, but other than that, I'm good. And I'm ready to talk about some shit. Are you ready to talk about some shit, Will? I, I, yeah. What do, we, uh, what do we got coming up? On this week's episode of the show, we have celebrating anniversaries with Halo Wars and GT Halo. What it means to support grassroots partners in the greater competitive Halo community. Upcoming tournaments from around the scene. Flamesword speaks about the breaking up of the status quo roster. Tournament recaps, presented by Will, of course. Our HCS Anaheim preview. We're going to talk about the event, the teams, predictions. What about Twitch drops, right, Legend? Twitch drops. We'll talk about that shit, too. Can't wait to see the exclamation point drops in chat all weekend. It's going to be all weekend long. We'll talk about uh, formal potentially stepping in for Ryan Noob, depending upon the COVID situation there. We'll talk about it all. Um, uh, we have Halo Infinite updates and updates about updates. Um, CDL opening weekend results and video games surrounded the show as always. So, Will, let's get into some competitive news. Halo Wars 2, five mumbo number fat <laughs> year anniversary tournament promo. This is by Yodesla. Uh, one of the main people in the scene of the Halo Wars 2 competitive community. Um, it is going to be free to sign up. All skill levels are allowed, and there's going to be giveaways for many players and watchers. So please, if you haven't already, exclamation point show notes in the chat, or if you're listening to the audio version of the show after the fact, uh, it's in the description. Go check out the link in the Google Doc of the shows of the show. Next up, Halo Infinite Draft Tournament has been announced. This is by Penn Halo. Uh, $500 prize pool. Uh, February 1st, signups are open. Uh, it's a $10 entry on February 1st, which has now passed, obviously. Um, from the 2nd to the 18th is a $15 entry, and from the 19th to the 24th, it's a $20 entry, and on the 25th, it's a $25 entry. On the 24th, signups will close, um, and then on the 26th, there will be the draft tournament. Draft is at noon Eastern. Tournament is at 2 Eastern. Um, Shio states, because I should probably include this, and I forgot to, and I apologize, uh, Shio, if you have a link, by the way, you're probably not going to be able to post it, but, uh, DM us, um, or send us a DM on Twitter or discord. If you have a link to that information, I can include it in the show notes as well. But, uh, 
Perfect. Thank you, Shio. And Shio states, Halo Rec League signups are live for the first full nine-week season. If it can be added to the show notes, and it absolutely can. And I will gladly do that for you. So send me the link. I'll get it in there. It'll be good to go. But, like I said, if you want to sign up for the Halo Rec League first full nine-week season, signups are live. And that's fucking awesome. Next up. Introducing GT Halo's Groundwork Collection. This is by GT Halo on Twitter, and I quote, In honor of our 10th, 10 fucking years. Wow. In honor of our 10th anniversary, we pay homage to the top Canadian Halo teams who paved the way for our community. Introducing GT Halo's Groundwork Collection. A portion of proceeds will go towards future local events. Um, I believe they have four um, teams, if I'm not mistaken. I think... Um, and you can go ahead and check out all of the merch that they have available there. Uh, hoodies, t-shirts, um, some some generic, and not in a bad way, I don't mean generic in a bad way, but some like uh, general GT Halo merch in there as well. Um, so go check those out if you're interested. And congratulations, GT Halo, on 10 years. Keep that shit going. Halo Data Hive update. We love that website. Uh, we love how they have the scrim results. We talk about them in the show every week. The player infinite stats page has been updated. New UI and some additional stats, including team MMR, are available. Just type your gamer tag into the search along the top to check it out. So if you haven't already, go check that shit out. There's a new HCS survey going out, but don't worry, not to us, Will. Uh, this is by Face It. They say, thank you to everyone who took the time to complete our first HCS survey. While your feedback is being reviewed, we will have a second survey heading to your inboxes. This time, we want to hear your thoughts on maps and modes. Hey, face it. I'll just give you a heads up right now. I have a really simple thing to tell you. More maps and more modes. I mean, fuck, you never had Behemoth in there to begin with, so that doesn't matter. More maps, more modes. Good luck on that front. Surveys must be completed by 1 p.m. Eastern time on February 17th. So go do that. Um. Oh. Uh, update to what Shio was talking about. He says, our COD signups are live. Halo goes live this Saturday. Well, either way, Shio, the link will be included. Everything will be in there. It'll be good to go. So, Will, remember when there was the whole fiasco around the Router 2 shit that happened? Royal 2 gets suspended. Yeah. And there was there was talk about how, um, oh, man, like that could really eat into this player's salary, whatever it is. I'm not here to talk about what people make or anything like that. That's not my, um, that's, that's none of my business, but I do have something that I do want to talk about in the show here. And this is from King J, um, a professional player for built by gamers, if I'm not mistaken. And he says on Reddit without giving out details, I can answer some questions as a pro player. My salary alone is enough to live off of. I also stream, which makes me enough to live off of as well. With both of those income, I definitely live comfortably. I signed a year-long contract and get paid a salary for my organization to represent them in tournaments and such. So at least for his sake, it's a year-long contract. Um, and I imagine I again I'm not gonna I don't want to speak for the organization, but but part of me thinks that this is like a a test, like for their first year in Halo you know, give the full season a shot, see what happens after the fact. You know what I mean? Um, and obviously there's probably statements in that contract that for the contract to 
be broken or whatever, depending upon if things happen, so on and so forth. But hey, King J was signed for a year-long contract with Built by Gamers. Um, and according to him, for his situation, he makes enough at, uh, alone from the salary to live to, to live his means. So the fact that he streams on top of it is helpful. So I just thought that was really nice that at least we we don't really get a lot of this conversation, you know? So it's good to see that come through. Um, a little tease by John DeHart. Calling all female Halo players. Start practicing as a team of four. Your time to shine is coming. Well, I don't know what the fuck that means, but I'm excited. Um, all right. The next thing I want to talk about is there's an application. Will, Will, have you heard about Jute? Yeah. Okay. Chat listeners at home, however you may be consuming the content. If you have not heard of Jute, let me just put this out there first. We are not sponsored. This is not an ad. I'm just throwing this out there. Uh, Jute dot gg was a website that was around for a little bit before uh i believe kind of went away and it's now like resurfaced re-emerged as a if you will like the the phoenix being reborn will how's that for a harry potter reference right there and they uh they released basically a full-blown esports centric social media platform in the realm of a twitter or a reddit where you have your feed of information based off of uh, esports teams and the like that you follow, right? And your your timeline is populated with that information, and then you can comment directly on it. You can start conversations with people, so on and so forth. You have your own profile, whatever it is. And um, if you go into our show notes, there are links to um. Let that finish. Beth, I'll get to you in a second. If you go into our show notes, there are links to both the Apple early access and Android early access ways that you can get into the application. Um, Again, it's an early access, but it's a really, really cool way to engage with people in the community, whether it be Valorant, Call of Duty, Halo, obviously. There's, There's so many things so many different esports that are there, so many different teams that are there. You can follow all of them and your feed will populate with just that information that you follow. So you're not scrolling to find something that may be relevant to you. You can follow the exact things that you want. Um, and like I said, you can start conversations on there too. It's really easy to use. Um, and the best part is like, I haven't had any crashes with it and Twitter's been crashing on me all the time on iOS lately. So no crashes, anything there. And it's just really cool. So if you're any at all interested in checking it out, again, it's in early access right now. Links for Apple and Android are in the Google Doc of the show to the show. Um, and it's really fucking cool. Again, not an ad, not sponsored. Just wanted to shout out something really cool that uh, I just, that I saw a tweet like a couple weeks ago or something like that. And they said, if you want into the early access, just click this link. And I'm like, you know, I remember checking out that website back when, uh, I think this is back either like during Halo 5 or MCC when there wasn't a lot of stuff going on in the Halo scene. And um, I, I always thought in the back of my head, if Infinite releases or when Infinite releases, I really hope that they get that Halo is represented on this website because it was a really cool way to have everything in one centralized location. And so now it's there. 
It's in one centralized location. It's an esports social media platform. It's really fucking cool. Um, there's that. Next up, I wanted to get the good in front of the not so great. So, supporting grassroots partners. This is by Europa Halo and LVT Louis V Titan. Europa Halo that uh put out a tweet a little while ago, and this is what it said. EU HCS open series coverage update. Everything okay? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Everything will be okay eventually. Uh, yeah, EU HCS open series coverage update. Regrettably, until further notice, Europa Halo will no longer be broadcast in the EU HCS open series. Post-winter series, we'll, uh, we will revisit the possibility. Stay frosty. Um, Cowan stated... Unfortunately, we may not have sufficient support from the powers that be at the moment to continue this work. Our full attention is on our own organic events unless something changes to motivate us to continue HCS open coverage. So LVT then stated the following. Can't imagine how hard it was to come to this decision. We volunteer our time despite proving our ability to meet and exceed expectations. We deliver professional broadcasts just to be tied down as community and given no power delegitimizing our abilities. Viewers thoroughly enjoy our broadcasts and most competitors want to be featured on our broadcasts. It's a shame to hear that stories will go untold. Truth is, you can't expect the professionals in our scene to do this forever for free, especially when uh, treated as we are. We have had multiple esport organization leaders in our broadcast learning who the up-and-comers are. I really have a hard time understanding how our broadcasts aren't being viewed in a higher degree. I flex our talent and stats consistently because we need help. And then I think a day, a day or so after that took place, uh, Europa Halo put out an update. And they said, HCS Open Series update. We've been working hard in the background this week to continue coverage of the HCS EU Open Series, and we have good news. We'll be back. Unfortunately, we are unable to broadcast this weekend, but we will continue our coverage from Sunday the 20th. There's a larger discussion that needs to take place here. But the one thing I want to say is that like LVT said in there, you can't expect, like this is, guys, I really want to hit this point home. And I, I was talking to Will about it before we started recording the show. Europa Halo, besides personal streams from the players themselves, Europa Halo is literally the only organization that is covering the EU competitive Halo scene. That's it. For all open series coverage, that's it. And we, the HCS team continually talks about how they want to expand and bring more people in and they want this, they want this scene to grow, right? We all want the scene to grow. That's not a lie. We all do. We all want the scene to grow. But if we're not giving them and LVT, because also spoiler alert, like LVT is one of the only organ like production organizations in for North America that is providing coverage of the open series in North America. That's there needs to be so much more respect that are put on Europa Halo, LVT, everybody else out there that's doing this work, right? And it's sad. 
I'm very happy that El- that Europa Halo is back doing the open series coverage because they're it, right? But it's sad that it got to that point. I said it before and I'll say it again. It's sad. It's guys. We we are not large in this space, right? In the grand scheme of the HCS competitive Halo, whatever it is, we're not we're not large. But I need to say this: when you have one of the greatest people in in our scene, in Martin Ohms, when you have one of the greatest people in this scene of Martin Ohms leave because he simply had enough of the bullshit. When you have that happen, something's wrong. Something's really wrong. In one aspect, I get I get that not every question can be answered immediately and with action, right? I get that. It's from a business span, from a business standpoint specifically. I understand. A lot of people have their hands tied. I get it. But at the same time, we should be pushing more towards open lines of communication if those aren't already established. And we need to be giving these people more resources and make them feel that they are, they're welcome, they're respected. They just, it's really sad. It saddens me a lot. When, when the Martin thing came out and he talked about that, I'm, the only thought I can think of is, you guys really fucked up to have him want to step away. Like he, he did this shit from the greatness of his heart and just wanting to see the see this scene succeed for so long for all that to happen. It's just, it's sad. And then with Europa Halo and LVT, them not getting the respect they deserve, them not getting the resources that they deserve to keep literally the only life afloat that's there because they're the ones doing it. Nobody else is. It's sad. And I really hope things change. That's it for the competitive news. Uh, Before we move on into your upcoming turns of the week, Drew, welcome. Good to see you. Don't be sorry. It's all good. To all the people who have followed and subbed, uh, Beth, I'm just going to give you a quick woo to all the people who followed and subbed. I will shout everybody out when we get to the shout, uh, shout out section of the show, but please know that it's greatly appreciated. We love having you here. Um, and then Andrew says in relation to the previous story, we just talked about, we need Europa Halo for the overall community. I would have never have heard or even followed the competitors from the UK and Europe. Exactly. And they were the, they, they were the only ones doing it. Besides, like I said, personal streams, right? But like, seriously. Your upcoming tournaments of the week presented by NoobCombat.com. Check out NoobCombat.com for all Halo Esports needs and uh, potentially some merch if you're into into that shit. Wednesday, February 9th. The GMR Center Halo Infinite Tivita. And the Calgary Halo Wild West Wednesdays. Thursday, February 10th. The uh, PZL boss man, Halo Infinite 4v4. What? Oh, nothing. Good job. Okay. On Friday, February 11th. 
The LFTG Halo Infinite 2v2 in the EGL Master Chief Cup number 10 on Saturday, February 12th. The Katana Gaming Halo Cup, the CEL Halo Bash Tournament, the In Maniacs Halo Infinite 4v4 Draft Tournament, the MG Eclipse Valentine's Day 4v4, the Europa Halo Winter Series number 2, and the Vanguard Halo Series Winter Circuit Online number 3. Woo! And on Sunday, February 13th, we have the MG Eclipse Valentine's Day Co-Ed 2v2. If you... If you if you were th- if you're listening to that and you're thinking to yourself, why the fuck didn't he mention Anaheim? Well, because I got to it right now. HCS Anaheim, the North American regional event, is taking place from Friday the 11th to Sunday the 13th as well. And of course, we have our preview later on in the show, so stay tuned. Will, yeah, that's it for upcoming turns of the week, presented by NoobCab.com. Check out NoobCab.com for the Halo Sports News. What do we got next? Rostermania! Yes, we have some Rostermania. I want to go back a little bit in the show here uh, because you, there was a new story. Uh, it was a little tease by John DeHart. I'm like, who the hell is John DeHart? I had no idea. So for those listening and who those who are wondering, I looked them up and he works with UMG. So UMG Gaming is doing something for the uh, ladies tournament side of things. Very so. nice. Thank you for doing that research, Will. Well, moving on to Roster Mania, we're going to talk about some Hydra Gaming. Talk about ladies. It's going to be Minx, Cranberry, Miss Lacar, and Janelle Victoria. Very nice. Yes, yes. Good to see them look. have an official roster announced. Yes. Fucking awesome. Look for them out there. Um, Got to talk about status quo. Yes. Blaze leaves the roster. Roy and Enable stepped in for the Anaheim qualifier alongside Flame Sword and Burton. Ryan and Abel step away once again after not being able to qualify for Anaheim. And then Burton and Frag out leave the roster completely. So Flamesword explained all this. I believe it was in tweets. No, this was oh, uh this is a YouTube video. Oh, a YouTube video. Sorry. And I just uh I broke it down. So that, that's everything from the YouTube video. Beautiful. So here we go. Let me get this up for reading. <laughs> a laptop, that is. Uh, tensions rose on the initial roster and players, wait, tensions rose on the initial roster and players wanted a single player on the team to be swapped for someone else. Flamesword wanted to try and work things out. Things didn't work out. Flamesword saw an opportunity to pick up Enable, former member of the OG status quo. Blaze then leave the roster. After running games with the roster of Burton, Fragout, Flamesword, and Enable, something still apparently did not feel right with the team. Burton and Fragout apparently were not were pointing fingers and not working well together. Three, four days before the Anaheim qualifier, Fragout is benched and Roy is picked up in his place. Status quo failed to qualify for Anaheim and Enable and Roy were only picked up to play in Anaheim in the event the team had qualified. Flamesword wants to take some time to figure out a great roster and work on putting the time in to develop the players. Then, once Flamesword has determined he is done with competing, he wants to be able to hand, things, hand the reins over to the team to find a fourth and continue on. There you go. The video is a lot longer than that uh, and talks about a lot more than just the roster. But, you know, in the context of our show, we want to talk about the roster. So it's it's uh, it's a shame to see it kind of crumble, so to speak, in that scenario. Yeah. And in the in the end of the video, he talked about how he he has nothing but respect for everybody that was on the team. Um, and he wishes everybody well in the future. Uh, he already what he talked about, one of the members already being on another team and. Uh, them scrimming with one another. So I don't think there's any bad blood there. 
Um, right. At least I hope not. And yeah, we'll have to just wait and see what happens in the future with status quo. All right. And that's, uh, that's going to do it for the tournament league. Re- wait, roster mania. We're moving on to the tournament league recaps. We are. Raider hater. Thank you. Good timing. <laughs> it was perfect timing right at the end of the segment. Right, it right just worked out perfectly. Yep. Uh, scrim recaps, Will. You can find all your scrims results for all your regions over at Halo Data Hive. We shouted them out earlier. Shout out again. Notable scrims on February 3rd. Mm-hmm. Optic Gaming. Tide phase going 6-6. I'm, pa- I'm paying attention to Optic here because while scrims may not mean a lot, I'm paying attention to scrims in the sense that we have Anaheim right around the corner. Let's see where Optic kind of stack up here, right? Um, February 4th, We Love Anime beat Fanatic 6-2. to two. We Love Anime, one of the qualified teams from the Anaheim qualifier, which will be at Anaheim. Kansas City Pioneers actually beat Sentinels in the scrim 7-6. Love the KCP, boys. E United bested Cloud9 7-6. Uh, on February 5th, we had the Optic Gaming roster uh, tying Cloud9 7-7 and KCP going 11-2 against G2 Esports. And the last notable scrim I have here for the North American region, on February 7th, we had Fnatic winning against Wheel of Anime, kind of a rematch there, this time 7-6. So able to dial it in there. Maybe they just had an off day before. But like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to pay attention to these, this Fnatic roster as well. So we'll see what happens there. But, Will, that's it for the scrim recaps. Would you mind running us through the tournament and league recaps for last week? We'll start off with the eSports Arena Series Qualifier number one. In third place, we had Walls of Jericho. It was Nikolai, Chilled, Use, Squilly, and Gunshot. Second went to Incognito, Carmea, Cycle, Tony, Two, Turn, Piggy, and that's it. First went to We Love Anime, Rami, Bohm, Neuronical, and Collect. Next tournament, the UGC Collegiate Spring Season Kickoff Tournament results. In fourth place, ASU Kinetic. It was Butterbeams, Egoless, Jelly Beams, and Aeronomics? Aero- yeah, yeah, we're going to go with that. I think you hit the nail on that. Third place, Texas State. It was Chimpy, Tactic, Draco, and Ninja. With three A's, if you're curious. <laughs> to say one's not enough. Second went to Rutgers Esports Halo. This was Dog Bear, Striker, Lucan, and Soft Eye. And first place for the UGC Collegiate Spring Season Kickoff Tournament was Ryerson University Esports. Shatter, Jakey, or Jake with three E's, sorry, and Risky and Designs. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yay. Uh, next up, EGL Master Chief Cup number nine results. Third, fourth, we had SSSM and Peppercorns. Second went to Twisted and first went to XEO. Next tournament here, the EGL Cleveland Cavaliers. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't get that out. EGL Cleveland Cavaliers Halo Infinite 4v4 results. In fourth place, we had Beach Vibes. Nice. So, uh, third went to Hype and Positivity. Second, Ignis Esports and first... GDT. There you go. Uh, the Peak Halo Infinite Peekaboo 
co-ed 2v2 results. Fourth place went to Need 8s. It's Divine Damsel and Vetro. Third went to Joker and Carly, which was Mines and Miss Lacar. But then it said, kind of not really. Do you mind if I read this? You go for it. Okay, so this was some fucky shit. All right. Remember the whole Mines allegation? Yeah. Okay. So... This was not on Mines. This was on Miss uh, Lekar, and if I mispronounce that, I apologize. Um, but apparently, uh, Miss Lekar was DQ'd from the tournament after an hour-long investigation by Peak and uh, and multiple parties into cheating allegations. So, in a now deleted tweet, I, I saved it. In a now deleted tweet by Peak, uh, the tournament organizer, it stated, "Quote." We understand there are people who uh, there will be people who disapprove of the decision and base the tournament's success solely on one specific moment. However, we reviewed the video and accusations for over an hour with multiple parties. We appreciate your concern and appreciate your understanding. End quote. Um, the thing is, and I went back and I watched it. The thing is, uh, Miss Lakehart streamed her entire POV for the entire tournament. Um including the film review with the organizer. Oh yeah. Like she was live the entire time. Now she was muted during that portion because you know, competitive integrity, but no, yep. she was live the entire time. And when I was watching it, I didn't see any signs whatsoever. The only the, so, okay. It's a very fine line to tread here. Because there was a lot of people name dropping and name calling and pointing fingers at who, who accused her. Was it one person? Was it multiple people? I'm not going to say who those people were or were not. Instead, I'm just going to generalize. So during her stream, the supposed people who accused her came into the chat now, it's one thing, here's from my perspective, as an outsider looking in and just seeing the tweets that came out, right? I wanted to go in and do a little research myself and see what was going on, okay? Like the mind situation. That whole video was released. Was he actually cheating? Was he not? Blah, blah, blah. Um, so what happened was uh, during her stream, I didn't see anything that would indicate her cheating. I didn't see walls. I didn't see um, aimbotting. I didn't see anything like that. Supposedly, the reason why people were suspect is because of her comms, because of what she was saying. So, like, predicting where somebody was going to be, but in the accuser's mind, uh, stating where they were as fact. Like, no doubt in mind, this is where this person is, around this corner, around this box, wherever it may be, okay? When I was watching, I still didn't get that. Instead, what I got was, um, oh, and the reason why I say the, the supposed accusers were saying that is because, in my mind... I'm streaming the tournament, right? I'm playing my games. I'm streaming the tournament. Mm -hmm. Everything's going fine. Then eventually, I'm accused of cheating. I'm still streaming. Hey, guys, I need to look into this. I'll be back soon. 
the supposed accusers, while the film review is taking place, again, she's streaming, but is muted. While the film review is taking place, the accusers come into the chat unexpectedly. They weren't there before. That makes me believe that the supposed accusers were the ones that accused her. Because why else would you be there if not to try to make your point? Okay. That's from my, again, outside looking in, watching back the VOD on Twitch because they have chat replay. So you can see it all happen as the VOD goes, right? And that's what I came to determine from my perspective, my opinion. So supposedly it was because of the comms that she was saying. And there was one instance where they're on streets and this is a, this is an all Slayer turn, if I'm not mistaken. And they were on streets and uh, the players are in, at least one of the players is in PD, like of the opposite team. And Miss like called the person out because they had them weak. And if I, if teammate, if mines has this, as if mines has this entrance to PD lockdown yeah. and Miss has this entrance to PD lockdown towards a side, right? Where the fuck else is the player going to be? Yeah. It's going to be right there. So she called out, Hey, this person's going to be right there. Well, how many times just from also from pros playing the game, like you hear them all the time, like could be top a could be here. Look here. And they don't know for sure, but the, it was the conviction in her voice. Sure. And when I went back and I watched, she did have conviction in her voice. I'm not going to lie about that. I'm not going to lie about any of this. That's just my opinion. Did have, did have that. And Hood's exactly correct. That's my point. Hood states predicting spawns isn't hard. And this wasn't even a spawning situation. This was literally. They saw the two players. Miss had somebody weak. The person weak runs into PD. Mines have this side locked down. Miss has this side locked down. Where the fuck you think the player's going to be? Right there. And that's just one example, right? So I'm, I'm so curious to what happened though, because how did there was a decision. Now there isn't a decision because the tweet got deleted or what's going on. I don't know. So that's why I said, but not really a question mark. Like what? Uh, so a, um, I don't know if it's confirmed or not a, because like I said, the, the tournament organizer deleted that tweet. And I'm like, so are you standing by what you said? Or did you delete it because you couldn't take the fucking heat anymore? Like what the fuck's going on? This, the mind stuff in the, fu- the ironic fucking part, Maddie and I were talking about this. The ironic fucking part is that mines is her teammate here. Right. Like I was like, Whoa, it's crazy. It goes deep. Uh, is, is there, I mean, <laughs> I'm starting to like, be like, is, is this another dig at mines going after his Dude, teammate? So apparently miss has been targeted before. Um, but when I watch her POV, she's just really good. Like she, she has a really good snappiness to her play as well. And not an aim bot sort of way either. I'm talking about like, no, like when she sees somebody, she is, she will be on you. And it's, it's that type of awareness and that type of just ability that I don't have. It's just that inherent ability of a player. Um, keeping with the conversation here, uh, hood says map knowledge plus map control. Absolutely. And streets being as small of a map as it is, where the fuck you think players are going to spawn anyway? It's, it's easy. Uh, Beth says, sounds like they were just salty that her awareness was better than theirs. Yep. Possibly. Yep. So if, because I say, I said this for the mind situation too, 
if Miss was cheating, then we have a different type of we have a different type of situation here, right? But from my opinion, when I went out, I and just all I saw was the peak tweet and before it was deleted. And then like uh, a little bit of a Twitter blow up of where like she had a comment. Other people were like, what the fuck's going on? Maddie put out a tweet being like, so now all it takes to accuse somebody of cheating is this for them to get DQ'd. It's like fucking stupid, right? Well, that's so, like mine's got DQ'd from that other tournament without sufficient. Right. And, and even then, even then when I went back and I watched that entire video, there were times where I'm like, that's suspect, but nothing definitive. Right. Yeah. And unless you have something definitive to prove it, well, what the fuck are you doing? And it's the same thing I said about that mushroom club bullshit. It, it's like do fucking better, especially now peak as well. Do fucking better. Are you serious? We watched it for over an hour with multiple parties. Okay. Good for you. I didn't see anything that proved, uh, am I a multiple party? Are you fucking serious? It, it boggles my goddamn mind. And then Maddie says, and she's been cam checked in other tournaments and wasn't found guilty of cheating. Exactly. And she streamed the whole fucking thing. She streamed her entire POV for this tournament. Oof. I'm just, I'm mind blown. It's, it's crazy. It, it's fucking crazy. So, uh, to miss mine's being a teammate, being irrelevant in this situation, <laughs> although kind of ironic and funny a little bit. Yeah. Uh, to miss like our, again, if I'm, if I'm mispronouncing your name, I apologize. Uh, but from what I saw in my opinion, and I'm not trying to take sides here. This is just from my opinion. I'll tell you if I think you're fucking cheating or not. I don't think you were, um, peak. I think you need to do better, um, as an organization. Um, and, the fact you deleted the tweet is just fucking stupid too. Either either apologize for it, own up to your mistake if it was a mistake, or own up to what you were saying instead of deleting it. Because right now you're acting like a little bitch. I'm just going to throw it out there. I'm serious. It's, it doesn't look good on you at all as a tournament organizer. Why would I have faith in you? As a tournament organizer, why would I want to compete in your tournaments? Guy or girl, doesn't fucking matter. If, you, if you're going to take what appears to me as a baseless accusation and run with it and be like, well, it's like the mind situation. Well, they had a lot of people that agreed that they, that person was cheating, so I must have been cheating, you know? No. The fuck out of here with that shit. Unbelievable. Something I want to say on the cheating thing, too. Yeah. I'm going to go back a couple, I think a few qualifiers ago. Mm. They're not, the, I mentioned this team earlier, the Walls of Jericho. And there's a reason they chose that name. It's the, it's the, there was accusations that on that team of Nikolai, Chilled, Squilly, and Gunshot that Squilly had walls. Unbelievable. I totally get raising suspicion, mm -hmm. going to admins, having the admins check it out. But the moment you decide to hop into someone's chat and go off on them with after the like admins tell you either yes or no, nah, you're being a fuck. Come back here. Sweet. Sorry about that. Where the fuck was I? <laughs> you're saying don't, it's, don't go into other people's fucking chats and start causing shit. Yeah, okay, apparently the computer freaked out there. I apologize. But basically, if, if I, I don't know where I left off, but basically, if 
you raise suspicion. You go to the... I'm trying to get this all reset. Hang on. There we go. All right. <laughs> if you raise suspicion... Going into people's chats? Yeah, just stop going into people's chats and being a shitter in their chats. Like, take it up with the admins. Get the proper people involved in this. If they ask you for evidence, provide that evidence. Don't just go berate the people that you think are cheating because chances, I mean, it's possible that they're just better than you. I'm sorry. That's Fine. my point is that I wouldn't even have thought because Maddie and I were like, who, who was the people that, who accused her? Like who accused her? I go back and I watch the VOD and I'm like, I think I have a really good understanding of who accused her. Sure. At that point. And again, there's a reason why I'm not naming names because I'm not entirely sure. But let's just say if you go back and watch that VOD because it's in the show notes, if you go back and watch it and you get to that point, you could figure it out too. And that that person wasn't there before. And I'm like, that really just gets me. It's like Will said, don't be a fucking shitter, man. Come <laughs> on, be better than that. And like, and like I also said, if Miss was actually cheating, then yeah, I'll, if it's proven that she was cheating, I'll come back next week and tear it a new one. Like I will gladly, I'm, I'm not going to, there's a, Oh my God. I'm sorry to get us on this tangent. No, this shit's just so fucking stupid. Also, I want to say this too. Hey, Oh boy. I swear to God, there's no anti-cheat in the game. I swear to God. I've said this before. I've walked it back. But I swear to God, there there isn't something in the game. The reason why I say that is because you have to report them outside of the game anyway. Through Waypoint. Yeah, through fucking Waypoint. There's no way there's an anti-cheat for this game. And then I see people saying, well, it's it's uh, apparently anti-cheat is supposed to actually come like in the February update, in the, in the whatever uh, update the, the, that the, is. What it comes down to, though, no one knows. Right, no one knows. But the fact that no one knows is bad. It's fucking bad. Oh my God. The the cheating accusations are fucking stupid. It's when there, there's something to be said when you, I, I swear to God that I think that I, that uh, I even think you were in the game too. Uh, Justin, myself, you and shot. I yeah. think, I think there was one game where I, excuse me, where I legitimately, Faced off against a cheater. Legitimately. And you know how I know that? Because you just fucking know. You can 100% tell when you're playing against somebody that is cheating. That person in that game was. Wasn't 100%. It like, wasn't it like all headshots? Nothing. With the sniper. No, no, no difference. Like, and you could be point blank. You could be further away. That person was just, was. Every shot was a headshot. In. Yeah. That, there was no way it wasn't. Oh my God. Uh, Shio says, to be honest, um, or to be frank, if we didn't have the Royal two situation, we wouldn't have any con uh, context with how custom lobbies host matches with pinging all servers in the region. That's true. We just lack info on everything. 100%. Um, Maddie said, K Maddie said it perfectly. The lack of anti cheat on infinite is players on straight up witch hunts. Yep. Yeah. And it's fucking will. Will said it perfectly too. We just don't know. And that's not good at all. The fact that we have to but, report like, players outside of the fucking game blows my mind. Is it? Does it show like 
like we can't just it's it's a little sad in my opinion. Like three four three says there's an anti cheat, mm-hmm. and but we don't we just can't believe them. Like no, there's no validity to that statement. I don't know. Can you like I and again I'm not trying to be an ass. Like if you can prove it to me, that's one thing. But we're literally sitting in the dark here, man. We're just fucking sitting here in the dark. Nothing's happening. Yeah. Um. God. Yeah. It's unbelievable, man. I have my thoughts on cheating and sure. the, the the recent widespread of cheating. Mm-hmm. I'm a blame war zone in Call of Duty. Ooh, that's where it all started. Call of Duty never had an anti cheat. Players ran rampant in Call of Duty for the first time with no repercussions on for anti-cheat. Before you continue, I just want to say, for the record, we do understand that cheating has been in games forever. Oh, yeah, Like, we course. understand that. But in, in prevalence, say, for what we're talking in, about, the in, booming of it. The booming of it, yeah. Yes, there you go. That's what it feels like to me ever since Warzone. And it's it's and then it's created this unsureness of, of like you said, like people are on witch hunts because there's just a, there's just, you don't know if, if someone feels like they're cheating, like it, they probably were in Warzone, and now it feels like it's carried over to other games. Yep. But that's... It's sad. This is... The the sad thing is, is we might need more applications like a... Like a Valorant. Van, like a Valorant Vanguard. I agree. To hold up competitive integ- oh, integrity in this space, in this time, when when online tournaments are what's holding the competitive scene, you need that type of anti-cheat as intrusive as it is, as much as it sucks. It's the only thing that I can, that I feel can hold that competitive words again, competitive integrity. I'm going to add to that. Not just because of how online tournaments are happening now, but in terms of the gaming space and technology, the world that we're in right now, earlier versions of anti-cheat aren't sufficient anymore. They're just not. And with the advancements in technology and the advancements in uh, in cheating programs that are being created, the advancements in computing, we need something, like Will said, as much as it sucks to have it, we do need something kernel level or in that realm or something new that gets developed or whatever it may be to lock things down as much as possible to have the highest level of competitive integrity. And right now we just don't have that. And from the sounds of it, we're not going to get that anyway up and in a silver lining for 343 they did state that they are always paying attention to it and will iterate and change if they see fit so they're not saying they won't ever do it right they just i they just need the data <laughs> oh my god what wow. that's going to be the newest fucking meme something else that i think needs to be looked at is how to combat devices like uh chronos i don't know if you guys know about chronos heard of it but you plug your controller into it before it goes into the system or the yeah. computer, and you can program that device to boost bullet magnetism, um, like, an, like what's the word I'm looking for? Aim assist. Aim assist. You can boost your aim assist, and the system just detects it as a controller. That's fucking sad. So too. that's something else that's out there that's like, there's no anti-cheat for that. Maddie says it needs something that checks the game files when the game is launched. And if they're tampered with, it doesn't launch, but a Valorant style anti-cheat would be even better. Agreed. Now, my question is you technically correct me if I'm wrong. Technically you can play Valorant with a controller. Can't you? I don't know. Maybe 
I haven't tried. There's a reason why I say technically. Like I, something tells me, I think you can get it to work. Obviously, it's not like what you should do. I feel for like that I've game, seen but... people who are moving like they're on a controller, but sure, I don't, you sure. never know. So I'm wondering if if Vanguard would detect because I, I'm not well versed in its anti cheat, but I'm wondering. Um. Uh, Beth says, "I knew as soon as they initially said how the anti cheat would behave way back before launch, they were they were screwed." Yep. And the fact you can't report players in game, but that's besides the point. So, Will, you have the rest of the results. Yeah, to we go were through. still in the middle of tournament league recaps. For, we uh, for even that tournament. Yeah, I'm so, sorry. Peak Halo Infinite Peekaboo Coed two v two fourth place needs a Divine and Vetra third Joker and Carly. Which was actually Mines and Miss Lacar. And I'm saying they got third place. Fuck them. Until there's actual proof, I'm going to say it's Mines and Miss Lacar. Yep. Second went to Omnetic, Pyretic, and Command Station. And first went to Sab and Audi, Sab and Miss Audi. Next up, we have the Calgary Halo Wild West Wednesday. Ooh. In Wild, Wild West. fifth through eighth, we had Ups, first round by Team Us, eh? Is it USA? USA. Ah, Martin USA. was on that team. Martin was on that. Yeah, you got to shout out Martin there. And then E-Mafia. Um, in third, fourth, we had Dragon's Daycare, which included uh, Strafius and J-Lap. And then also in third, fourth, we had Snapes on a Plane, which was Bittersweet and El Ringo. That's a, that's a, that's a, oh, that's a good name. Does that, does that go on the list? Snapes on a Plane? Yeah. I think it goes yeah, on the list. Yeah, it goes on the list. I'll add it to the list. In second place, we had Bronze 2 in the LOL. Uh, Should I put USA on there, too? It's decent. It is It is decent. One. I like it. Uh, which was Chilled You and DQ Riddle 69. And then first place went to Ability. It was Exposure and Exploits. Next up in the LFTG Halo Infinite 2v2. Fifth through eighth was Team Underrated, LMN Tricks, Lamentrix, uh, Blackhand, and Unnoticed. In third, fourth, we had Demons, which was BTH Danger and VG Skim. And then Team Saurim, third, fourth uh, place as well. It was Nexi Sour and Ampium. Second went to Ability, Exposure, and Exploits. And first went to Exceed, Evolving, and Practiced. Is this, is this what, I, what I think it says? You know, no, isn't that uwu? It is, but it's like U-I-U. Yeah, but isn't it U-W-U? Yeah. So this is not that, right? Anyway. We're fucking old, dude. Man, I don't even shit. know anymore. Uh, UIU, Women of Infinite. If someone knows what that stands for, please let me know. Please. Um, it's the 4v4 tournament. Now I'm really feeling old. Uh, in 7th through 8th, we had Rogue Nades and Ping of the Hill. That's a good name, too. That's a good name, too. And in 5th through 6th, we had Berries and Cream and Tina's Cod Minions. Berries and cream, berries and cream. I'm a little loves berries and cream. Thank you. <laughs> in fourth place, we had, uh, is it Cheemcitas? Cheemcitas? I don't even know. Uh, this was Labolma. I'm going to mess up some names. Gishlane, 
Airborne, Vanessa, and LaCaf. In third was Bex Harum. I feel like I'm saying that wrong. Maybe. Anyway, um, Ideas, Pink Sakura. I think it's Abby Atkins. A kiss? Abby and. Well, I thought these are the ones you're having the most trouble and with. And then uh, Miss Heartbreak. Second place went to Bet Your Max. It was Queen, Veronica, Divine Damsel, and Miss Audie. And first went to Hydra Gaming. Minx, Miss LeClaire, Janelle, and Cranberry. Miss LeClaire showing up in first place. Look at that. Yep. Uh, next up, Louis V. Titans Money Tuesdays. Money Tuesday. In fifth through eighth, we had Team XD, XO, Graveyard, and ETA Mafia. Fourth place, third, fourth, I should say, because they didn't. Third, fourth place, uh, Pinky, no beast. It was Pinky in the brain, or in the blame, sorry. That's pretty good. That is and good. And Beastwood. Other third, fourth place team was Talentless, uh, Creepy Trash, and Conspiracy. Second place went to Cobra Kai. Bruh. Uh, Cobra Kai. I just got to say it right. Eli Elite and Gold Star BR. And first went to Exceed, Evolving, and Pyretic. Like that name. Yes, Thank I know what Uwu is supposed to be, but this one is UYU. Yeah. I'm curious. Sorry also, Violet Hayes. Yes, Violet Hayes. Welcome to the live show. Good to see you. Wonder what that is. Um, there are there were a decent amount of tournaments. I'm still going. There Europa are. Halo winner series number one. In seventh through eighth, we had Sentinel Beans and Fluffy Bunnies. Fifth through sixth, Home Alone Deal and Jiren Minions. In fourth place, we had Team Tilt. This included uh, Systematic, System, oh, Systematic, 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 but it's like Hick, Systematic, Systematic, okay, uh, <laughs> what is that, YC NAF, uh, that works, Slink and Marvies? That's what we're going with. Next up, SSM, third place. Uh, Sam Baldy, Sakana, the Choked Nil, and Mills Yo. Is it Yo Yolo? <laughs> God, these, what a. Remember, anything that you feel is just yeah. terrible, let me know. I'll add it to the list. Second, Team Twisted, um, Itasari. And Nolson, Mista, and Jed, 69. Disarray. Disarray. It's disarray, but what the fuck's the line in front of it? An I, maybe? Why, Why the fuck do people put I's and numbers and X's and shit before and after their name? I don't fucking know. Are we 12? No. They We're fucking have... 30. You know, you know. Uh, our, during our play date, we were ta- the, the topic came up of you can tell who the real like OG Xbox people are because of the like nice names. No, no. Or the- I saw that too, and I wanted to be like, no, you don't. No, because there's <laughs> so many people back in, especially in like the Halo 3 days, XX, blah, 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 XX, shit like that. Come on. Also, Sean is elsewhere. You're not elsewhere. You're here. Welcome. Good evening. To the live show. First place teams for Europa Halo's winter series was Peppercorns. First place, uh, Defragment, Za, Petey, and. DQV? Sure. The cutie? Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. 
the HCS FFA series. This is from Mexico. Here's the results. In eighth place was, uh, I think it's Poppy Boy, uh, Mr. Gori, Chico Y2J, Goroloco. Uh, I'm going to go in Nervin, uh, Redside, Dolan, and Chrono. Congrats. Out of the Australia, New Zealand reason, region. I really can't speak today. I'm going to blame it on a Tuesday. Um, we had in eighth place, Styled Chunk. Seventh was I'm Bananasaur. That's that's a good one. Uh, Ryu in sixth. Fifth was Barcode. Fourth, um, CR Aleo. Third went to Jordan. Second, Berserk. And first, Seduce. Very nice. Before you continue, uh, Violet said, apparently UYU is an organization for esports e since 2017. Well, we're fucking idiots. Focus is on finding and cultivating emerging talent. Well, would you look at that? All right. It's not a, an emoticon for a cute face. That's, no, I didn't know. Now I know. But maybe they could make their own a logo, which is a cute face, Out but it's a, UYU. I mean. We just gave you a free idea. Boom. <laughs> Out of the European region, in eighth place for the FFA series, uh, Y2000? <laughs> Zufo? Finalized. SLG in fifth. And fourth was T-Banged. T-Banged! <laughs> oh, baby, with you. <laughs> I'm going crazy. Thanks. I'm adding that to the gamer tags list. A good one? Oh, yeah. Uh, right. T-Banged? Yeah, Third. dude. Third went to Blizz, second Mentland, and first went to, I'm going to say it's Legend. It is Legend. You are yeah, correct. Yeah. You know, we're getting through it. Whew. Best part is you're not even done. Out of the North America region for the HSFFA series, in eighth place we had Birds. Seventh was Sty Coffee. Sixth, Anferny. Five, OG Halo Noob. Fourth, Phalons. Third, Darren. Second, Reverbed. And first went to Gun Plection. Oh, Nelly. All right. Last round up here. HCS Open Series. Week six results from the Mexico region. Fourth was Team Cruelty. Third, Rebel Esports. Second, Timbers Esports. And first, the Pittsburgh Knights. Uh, big shocker there out of Australia. Oh, back to back to back to back to back to back. Champions. Is that six? I don't know anymore. Go ahead. Out of Australia, New Zealand, we had BBR in fourth place. Fifth went to X5. Second was... Uh, first went was the Chiefs. Oh, back to back to back to back to back to back. Out of the EU region, fourth was Team Twisted. Third, Flying Dutchman. Second, Navi in first ascend. Oh, back to back to back to back to back to back. All right. After a computer crash... Uh, a mini will rant, which you guys didn't get to hear slash you saw <laughs> and a long ass amount of tournaments. We're on to our topic, I guess. We're back. Uh, Maddie says, listening to will pronounce gamer tag is probably my favorite thing about the podcast. You know, I agree. <laughs> it's fun. It's fun. How he adds letters and shit too. It's just, it's just a good time. But like will said our topic, have something easy to say and I'll say it. Seriously, like, it's not our fault that they chose terrible fucking names. I'll say it. They have terrible fucking names. There was, there. who was it? Yeah, third place in the North American FFA series, Darren. 
Easy peasy. Thanks. Thanks, Darren. You know, uh, Xbox did this this pretty cool thing where you can update your gamer tag and you get like the the hashtag after it. Yeah. But at least it says something nice. You can read your nice. fucking name. <laughs> They're gonna just update it to something stupid just to spite you. Yeah, I know. HCS Anaheim. Yep. It's this weekend. Came up quick. It fucking did. You know what else is this weekend, Will? What's that? The big game. Oh, the big game. The big game. Uh, yeah, I got a I got a hockey game on Saturday too, right before. Oh my god! Yeah, holy shit! Ridiculous. You know, I didn't put it in the show, but did you see what was announced today in terms of the big game? No, I I haven't been paying attention much to it's okay. Twitter today. Phase, Phase is now uh is now partnered with the NFL. Really? Yeah, with the with the official NFL. Huh? Yeah, Phase. Did uh, we ever explain the the Phase thing to? I don't to chat. think we did. Do you want to? I mean, <laughs> the high-pitched phase thing? It's up to you. You go it's for it. It's kind of an inside joke. It was really which, funny, though. It I pisses guess. Brian off, which is the best thing ever. Brian makes games, by the way. Not not Brian, Rage Mortar. Also welcome. Good to Wrong. see you. Wrong. Zarners. I'm an idiot. Yeah, you just, I'm sorry. It pisses off Zarners. Shout out Zardis. Right. I'm so sorry. The, the story behind the phase thing. I believe we were in Raleigh. All Back right. in HS Raleigh 2021. We decided, was it Saturday? No, it was a championship Sunday, wasn't it? Yeah. because Yeah. Championship Sunday. We got to a point we needed to eat. We were at the venue for quite some time. And we went out to a barbecue place. This was championship Sunday. Because on Monday, we went back-to-back days. When we left on Monday, we went back to the barbecue place. Championship Sunday. Yes, yes. Anyway. I'll take your word for it. Boy, Will had a few cocktails at the barbecue place. We had a Reese's Peanut Butter Cup one, if I'm not mistaken, right? A Reese's Peanut Butter Cup martini. That fucker was strong. That was strong. I had mine and yours because you couldn't drink it. I did not finish it. No. For for the record, I just want to say, I just want to state this because people are going to come at me and be like, what a fucking loser. I I don't, I'm not a big fan of hard liquor. Yeah, yeah. Like I'll drink, I'll drink beer to my heart's content, but like hard liquor, unless I can't taste it, I'm one of those people, unless I can't taste it, it's hard I just, I don't, I, just, I don't like the burn. I, I, so. I know you, you ordered it, but I didn't think you like knew what a Manhattan was at the time. Sure. But it was definitely, it was, it was, it tasted like a peanut butter cup. It did. It's it was just, good. It's just the burn that got me. The that's, burn. that's all it was. Feel the burn. Like if the, if the burn wasn't as strong, I would have liked it more. And it did taste like a peanut butter cup. Um, it was yeah. good. So I don't remember how we were the, the, the Sentinels phase didn't it just come series. out of your mouth? Yeah, the Sentinels Phase series yeah. was Phase. on, was on stream, and we were walking back. We wanted Twitch drops. We wa- so we, we had it up. Yes, we were walking back to the venue. I was cold because it was rainy. I didn't bring like a jacket. I think was I was cold. in a. I was like in a, a t shirt, right? Or maybe just a long sleeve. I was. In a, I was in a long sleeve, but I was still cold. And we're coming from Minnesota, mind you. Okay. So it's already cold at, at, at home, like here where we are now. It's already cold. It was like mid 30s and raining. Yeah. So when you're Raleigh. out there in a t shirt and it's raining, it don't fucking feel good. So, anyways, I was talking to like, I'm going to buy a piece of merch when I get back. Oh, that's right. 
to, to like a sweatshirt or something to warm up and phase won the series. And I don't know, I just phase came out of my mouth at some point when I did the, the thing. Yeah. Phase. And yeah. so we just kept doing it and pissed Zarners off. And it's so funny. It's and so I, funny. We, we also sang uh, country roads, take me home to him on the walk. <laughs> we did. He joined in. He did. He joined in. Shout out to Zarners. Boom. So when you hear us go phased, it's a callback to our time in Raleigh. Wait, when we do what? Phase. Phase. Also, the the walking into the hotel on the first or second night it was Friday, I believe. Or was it Thursday? Gosh, I don't remember. Which hotel? His or ours? We walked into Zarner's hotels and there was a group of like basketball dudes there. Oh, yeah. And they freaked out because I was wearing a phase shirt that night. Thought we were part I of the thought organization. I was part of phase. I was like, no, nope. Sorry to disappoint you. God, anyway, so fucking funny. Raleigh stories. It was a good time. It's a good time. It's a good time. So that's why that's why we do high pitched phase all the time. Anyway, phase. topic. But after Raleigh is now Anaheim. Back to the actual <laughs> topic of the show. Uh, our HGS Anaheim preview. We got a lot to talk about. Let's talk about the event first. Okay. So the event information, this is from the waypoint article that was released. So I'll just quickly go through the information that is there. It's not the whole thing, but it's a good amount. We're kicking off the first LAN of the new year at the North America regional finals in Anaheim, California, North America's best teams will go head to head for $125,000 and all the glory. Will cloud nine continue their dominance or will we see a new victor? Tournament format. The format for Anaheim is quite close to the original format and should be familiar to players and fans alike. So there's pool play. Four pools of four teams drawn before the event. We'll talk about those teams in a little bit. Uh, single round robin, best of five. First place team receives a bye and moves to winner's round two of the championship bracket. Second and third place teams go into winner's round one. And the fourth place team goes to losers round one. Losers round one. Championship bracket, it's a double elimination format. All 16 teams will be included in said bracket. It's a best of five until the grand finals, which will be best of seven. So, winner final, loser final will not be best of seven. That fucking sucks, but we move on. You can watch the tournament because guess what? You can't fucking be there. Oh, thanks, COVID. So as mentioned, uh, we are unable to accommodate a live audience at the North America Regional Finals. To get all the action, check out the official broadcast links. And they are for the A-stream, twitch.tv forward slash halo, youtube.com forward slash halo. For the B-stream, uh, twitch.tv forward slash HCS and twitch.tv forward slash, forward slash Xbox, youtube.com forward slash halo esports. Actually, I don't think that URL is correct, but just search for Halo Esports on YouTube. It'll be there. The C stream, twitch.tv forward slash HCS underscore red, and then also on the Esports channel for YouTube. And then the D stream, twitch.tv forward slash HCS underscore blue. Again, YouTube, uh, search for Halo Esports. Broadcast times for each day. Uh, Maddie Rum said, if you didn't say forward slash, do you think people would put a backwards slash? You'll no. never know. I I say you you, know, you don't know. Maddie, I think part of me is the reason why I say it sometimes is because in my workplace we use the backward slash for credentials to log in. So I just you know 
It is what it is. It is what it is. Broadcast times. Friday, February 11th, um, 11.30 a.m. Pacific time. Saturday, February 12th, 11.30 a.m. Pacific time. And guess what? Sunday, February 13th, 11.30 a.m. Pacific time. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. Fans joining us on Twitch will unlock exclusive Halo Infinite goods through Twitch drops. Pay close attention to what the fuck I'm about to tell you. Are you ready, Will? Yeah. Are you ready, chat? I'm not going to wait for you to respond. I'm just going to say, what was that? Oh, yeah. All right. Hey, fellas. Yeah. So I don't remember. uh, I don't remember either. So. If you watch the HCS streams for one hour total, for one hour total, February 11th through the 13th, all three days, you only need to watch for an hour on the HCS streams, you will receive the HCS winter battle rifle, sidekick, and assault rifle coatings. Cool? Moving on. If you watch any partnered co-streamer, for one hour during the entire weekend, again, the entire weekend, any partnered co-streamer for one hour, you get the championship chalice nameplate and emblem. Brian, that's fine too. And on the 13th only during the grand finals only, I imagine it'll be before that, but it'll be a specific time frame during Sunday, like right when the grand finals is going to be taking place. If you watch for one hour, you will get the HCS celebration stance. And Will, have you seen this? No, I haven't. It's is it? It's not the yelling one again? No, it's funny. It's a, you know how like Sentinels and like all these teams who win first and they put up, they put up the one, but they put it sideways. Yeah. It's that. <laughs> nice. Like they look, it's, it's the Spartan looking down and going like that. Beautiful. Yeah. It's, it's, they lean heavily into it. It's really funny. Do you think we'll ever get animated stances? Cause like that's. Don't give them idea for shop items, Will, because you know they're going to do it. I can only imagine they will. What the, yeah. It's only a matter of time, right? Or wait. Will. We'll have to wait. The game won't support it. You know. Oh, I mean, maybe. the UI can't support having more than the store items that are already in there. So, And we already know the UI can't support having more playlists. So what are you going to do? Media will not be permitted on site at the event. For, under, for any other media inquiries, please email halo at eslgaming.com. Uh, Maddie put an asterisk on that. Um, they do not apply to the twitch.tv HCS red or blue. That's funny because in the picture it said any HCS stream. So I think Maddie's got the, the scoop for us. We just said least, they didn't include them in their tweet. And I'm going based off their tweet, which in the picture it said any HCS stream, if I'm not mistaken. We'll have to wait and see if what comes through. Just watch you know the what? one. You should keep up those streams anyway because you should support the casters who are going to be on those streams. But a lot if of good you, talent. Yes, but if you're not, we're going to talk about the talent soon. It's coming up. But if you're not able to get the Twitch drops from them, then obviously have the normal one up too. So what is the prizing breakdown? Total prize pool is $125,000. First place, taking home forty five dollars Second with $27,500. Third, 14,000. Fourth, 7,800. Fifth, sixth, 3,850 apiece. Seventh and eighth, 3,000 apiece. Ninth through twelfth, 2,500 apiece. And 13th through 16th, 1,750 apiece. What is the pro point bake? Blah, 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 pro points breakdown. First, 15,000. Second, 9,000. Third, 6,600. Fourth, 5,400. Uh, Fifth through sixth, 4,800. Seventh through eighth, 4,200. Ninth through twelfth, 3,300. And 13th through 16th, 2,700. 
It's like whose line is it anyway? I'm 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 curious, just because I don't know, but like, there's this prize pool that goes to the teams. The. I think the points breakdown is per player. Sure, but. Like, going back to, like, we really don't know about contracts. Like, do, what do players get of that? What does the org? I'm really curious. Oh, sure. Or is and that's it, in their contract. Or is it more like the NFL where, like. You like, get incentives? You get incentives. So, like, if you win, if you get first in a tur- in a qualifier versus a regional or whatever, or, like, major, know. you get, you get like, bonuses. I'm curious. I'm just, I don't know. Maybe I'm King like, Jay will be able to provide more insight once his contract is up. I want to know. Who the fuck knows? Yeah. Anyway. Talent. There's a lot. Ooh. Speaking of lot, Lottie, who is the desk host. That was a really, really bad segue, but I don't fucking care. Um, then you have your host is Blaze. He's back as well. Then we have a motherfucking shit ton of casters. A couple of which are brand new to the HCS scene, like the official HCS scene for casting. We have Bravo, Onset, Clutch, Gaskin, Golden Boy, Walshy, Shyway, why not be reckless? Tony. And Shirzy won. And Lady Echidna. Congratulations to everybody involved. Yay. Can't fucking wait. It's going to be a good time. Let's talk about the invited teams, shall we? Your pre-qualified top eight North American teams from the Raleigh kickoff major include Cloud9, Eco Penguin, Renegade, and Stellar. They're your first seed. I'll go in order of seeds. Second seed is FaZe Clan, Bound, Boobadooboo, Falcated, and Snipe Down. Third seed, Optic Gaming, ABG, Lucid, Pistola, and Trippy. E-United. King Nick, Rain, Spartan, and Ryan Uba if he doesn't test positive for COVID. But if he does, before the event, in his place will be formal. It is confirmed. We'll talk about that in a little bit as well. So there's that. The Kansas City Pioneers of Druck, Manny, Soul Snipe, and Tallick. G2 Esports, Gilkey, Sabinator, Straight Sick, and Tusk. Uh, your seventh seed is Space Station Gaming, Ace, Flazen, Tylenol, and Zion. And your eighth seed, because of the open bracket shenanigans that took place and uh, the qualifier and all that stuff, Sentinels, Frosty, Lethal, Snakebite, and Royal 2 is out of jail. <laughs> Internet jail. Yes. So is formal stepping in for Ryan Oob? So EU Burns stated they're waiting on a PCR test results for the entire team. Um, Eric Olson replied, formal stream had an auto response that Ryan Oob has COVID and formal could be replacing FYI. And Burns replied with that is accurate. Hoping Ryan can play. He should have zero symptoms. Just a component of people still testing positive on PCR tests after recovering. Um, that, so, yeah, that is because that's what they say, right? Like, after you get it, once you recover from your symptoms, you're always going to test positive for a certain amount of time. Yes, for a certain amount of time. So if he tests positive due to the rules of the event, uh, Ryan Oob will not be able to compete. Um, so formal, it is confirmed that uh, we'll be stepping in for Ryan Oob for this event. Um, and this kind of goes back to what I was referencing last episode, where um, formal just feels like that backfill player yeah. for everybody. So, like, if anybody needs somebody um, to love, then they'll just pick up formal to be put on that team. Because what else is he doing? Um, so your top eight teams that qualified through the Anaheim qualifier include 
Um, first, I'll go through the top four, and then we'll do the top eight. So your top four qualifiers include G1, that is commonly, or Ollie, uh, Marbs, Predevinator, and Squally, Complexity, which was Hysteria, Rob the Turtle, Triton, and Vetra, Exet with Ar- uh, Arctic, Kratos, Suppress, and Spectre, and then Oxygen Esports with Common, Haynes, Name, and Swish. And then for the uh, rounding out for the top eight, we have Fanatic, which is Envoy, Juzero, Septify, and Super CC. Incognito, Cycle, Carmea, Piggy Sane, and Tony, uh, Tony Sun. Pushin' P, Aperture, Filthy G, Hotshot Ghost, and Huss. And We Love Anime, which is Bohm, Collect, Neuronicle, and Rami. And Jamar in the Discord, shout out to Jamar, put out that Esports Arena has officially signed We Love Anime as Team Esports Arena Red. So there you go. It is now Team Esports Arena Red instead of We Love Anime. Although We Love Anime is great. And Maddie even says, I wonder if We Love Anime will be playing as Esports Arena Red or not. But there you have it. Your pools. Mm. In pool A. So again, if for those... The death pool. So people are saying pool D is the death pool. I could see it for the second place team. Yeah. Not really for the first, but that's besides the point. So for pool A, again, for those who may not recall, if Sentinels were able to win the Anaheim qualifier event, if they were able to win it, then they would not have been in the same pool as cloud nine. But since they did not win the qualifier, they are in the same pool as cloud nine. So pool A includes... Cloud9, Sentinels, Oxygen Esports, and now the Esports Arena Red or We Love Anime roster. In Pool B, we have FaZe Clan, Space Station Gaming, G1, and Fnatic. In Pool C, we have Optic Gaming, G2 Esports, Complexity, and Incognito. And in Pool D, we have E-United, Pioneers, X-Set, and Push and P. Um... I'm not going to go through the entire thing, but shout out to Heinz on Twitter who put out the entire layout of how the tournament is going to happen from pools all the way to grand finals, even if there's a grand finals reset. That includes map and game type combinations. They're all there. Go check it out. Um, And from the looks of it, they're keeping the same format that they had before where game one's objective, game two slayer, game three, four's objective, game five slayer. Okay, that's for that's for your best of fives. And then for your best of sevens, game two Slayer, game five Slayer, game seven Slayer, if it comes to that. Cool? Everything else subjective. Obviously. Well, it's come to that time of the show where we talk about who we think are going to win, lose, upset, whatever the fuck it's going to be. It's time for our predictions where we always get them wrong. Yeah. Yup. Normally. I mean, we do. Anyway, so let's, let's talk pools first pools. Yep. Okay. Pool a. Yeah. Who wins it? Who? Yeah. We'll, we'll start with who wins and then who moves on to winners round one. And then obviously we have the person who doesn't. So three out of the four move on or two out of the four, all four technically move on first place gets a first round by. Second, third, move to winner's round one. Gotcha, fourth, gotcha. move to loser's round one. Okay. So, yes. So, I'm st- pool A. Pool A. Cloud9 wins. Okay. 
Sentinels in second. Okay. We love anime in third. I agree. And oxygen in fourth. I couldn't agree more. Um, the one thing I'm going to say is... Sentinels win the pool. You think Sentinels wins the pool? Yep. Okay. So Sentinels came out with their documentary uh, about the Raleigh event. Yeah. And Royal One, who I've talked about previously, he was standing up for his brother and the cheating allegations and everything. Um, but he was fucking like, he was animated during the event. Now he's their coach for people who are unaware. Royal One is uh, the Sentinels coach. I feel... Like, they're going to be just fucking, like, we're here to prove a fucking point now that we have our full roster back. And our first victims are whoever's in that pool. That's, I I truly, that's my prediction. But I totally can see Cloud9 just winning the, the pool. They're, they're really good. Do you see any, do you see any possibility of an upset in that pool? No. Agreed. Moving on. Pool B. He's taking it home. Ooh. I guess we're just going to do that every time now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Space Station. It's. I think it's going to be close between G1 and Space Station here. I don't know why. But, but, they, but they take second, third. Yeah, Space Station, G1, second, third. Fnatic still needed a little bit of work, in my opinion, to move up to that next level. I have no disagreements whatsoever there. Uh, I don't even see... I don't see how there could potentially even be an upset. The only, if you want to even call it an upset, I would say Fnatic over G1 or Space Station. That's that's the only thing I can see. But uh, Fnatic just haven't proven themselves yet. And un- until they do, they're, no offense to Fnatic, they're just at the bottom of the tier right now in that pool. So, but like I said, I the only upset I can see is them taking a series or being two, three above space station or G one. That's it. But phase phase easily wins that pool. I agree. Pool C. It's, it, it's gotta be optic. They have been right? shaky at times. Oh yeah. But here's my theory. They'll take pools. Yep. The competition to me, optic is that fringe third, fourth, Sometimes they fail and fall fall the fifth, six, but they're that that third, fourth place team right now. Yep, that needs just something a little extra to get over the bump. Um, G two has got a little bit of ways to go to get there, and the other two teams, they're not there. They're not there as well. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say Optic take pool, but they don't start hot in the winners bracket, and they're. Yeah, I'm gonna are say they, they are get they doing another fucking losers they, bracket. I'm gonna say run. they get dropped early in losers, but. <sighs> Optic takes pools. Okay. Complexity and G2, I think, have been playing above what Incognito has. So, again, I'm just kind of going with what it's saying. I mean, how the the it's laid out so far. Optic, G2, Complexity, then Incognito. The only switch I'll make is I'll do Incognito over Complexity. Okay. So, I'll say, I'll say Optic win, like you. I'll say G2 and Incognito get that second, third, so they start in winners. And then Complexity... Certain losers. Pool D. I can I can I can also see that. Yeah, but that's 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 the only thing. But it's like a toss up between complexity and cognito for yep, me. That's, it's fifty yep. fifty, really. Yeah. 
That's why it, I just something I just yeah something tells me Incognito is going to edge him out. Pool D, E United, um, and KCP. This is a tough one for me because KCP has shown flashes of brilliance. Yes, but I loved the way E United played at Raleigh. Yep, I think they're riding high after that. Yep, and that was a LAN environment, which this was is it? as well. Yes, so I think E United is going to play well again here based off their previous Raleigh performance. Do you keep the same mentality if Formal does step in for Ryanu? Oh, good point. Because that's the big, like, this there, could be really good could, or really bad. It's tough because, one, I really haven't seen him scrim or play with them. No, they, they play completely different play styles. Yes, Formal still feels more like a Call of Duty player in Halo. Yes, and he and that, that isn't a bad thing. No, he no, plays no. he plays more aggressively when he needs to. He can slow things down. Yes. But he he talks about in the Sentinels documentary that released, like he he loved playing with the Sentinels guys because they all have similar play styles. Where they're like, We're gonna fucking we're we're going to dominate you in any way that we possibly can. But in in the event they need to slow things down, excuse me, they can. When United play, in my mind, a more methodical game where they rely a lot more on the teamwork aspect of it. I feel like they run more in pairs. I don't see them being caught out alone very often. So, yeah, it's just, it's going to be weird. Go ahead. What if, but they but they are very methodical. What if formal is like the chaotic element that makes them unpredictable now? You know what I mean? Ryan kind of felt like always like that too, with his sneaky fucking ways of getting away from people. But so I, I can, but if you have a hot hand and form will come in, you know, you don't know, you don't know. Um, so yes, I'm going to go. Beth is saying kind of, kind of on the same lines here. Hot take. As long as their chemistry is good, they could be better with formal than Ryan noob. So I, yeah, I'll say United States on top. Okay. Pioneers and exit will take, I'm just kind of following the line here. That's fine. I mean, there's a reason why they're seated the way that they are. And push and P will be fourth. Okay. I, so I can see why people consider this the pool of death. Uh, pool D, unironically as well. Uh, the, so I'm going to say based off of consistency, I'm going to put E United at the top still. If, if, formal, if formal plays with them, I'm still going to put E United at the top. This is where it gets weird because I, Kratos notwithstanding, uh, jokes aside, um, I can totally see X set causing an upset. Okay. They, if you've been paying attention to these like open and pro series events and whatnot, the Anaheim qualifier, whatever it is. If you're paying attention to X set, they're, they're sneakily getting up there. I'm not talking, I'm not talking top four like tournament wise. That's not what I'm talking about. But if they were, if there was ever an opportunity for them to really make a statement and, and prove that, hey, we're here to fight for these for some spots here. I can push a piece at the bottom. I'm sorry, push and pee. I'm sorry, but you're you're gonna start in losers in my mind. But if there was ever a team in this scenario 
to and I'm I'm saying upset over E United. Okay? I think E United will win the pool. But if there is ever an opportunity for a team to do, to dethrone them in this pool scenario, I think Xset does it. I really do. I think Pioneers is going to get 2-3 no matter what in this pool, but Xset is that is that team where it's like if they if E United just aren't on the top of their game, I can totally see Kratos and that squad taking the series or two and coming out on top. I can see it. Just watch out for X set. That's what I'm going to say. Watch out for them the entire tournament. Like I said, my predictions are always wrong, but they've been, they've been, they've been making moves. All right. So we have our polls completed. Well, let's get into the, the tournament itself, if you will. will. Sure. Um, You think Optic get knocked down a peg to yeah, losers yeah, quickly? I do. I do. I don't think. Okay. I'll just lay out my thoughts here. Please do. It's what's um, for. I don't want to go through the whole bracket. That's that's a little too much for me. Mm-mm. But you can't deny the back to back to back to back to back. Is there was there five for NA or was there four Pro Series events? Pro, yeah, five. To back champions in cloud nine. I'm pretty sure they're five. To, to me, they're taking it home. They've proven that they're they're better. They're a step ahead of everyone right now. Cloud nine are going to take the tournament. Yeah. Okay. Cloud nine's taking the tournament. Okay. The question to me is where do those other teams fall? So looking at this, you have two teams in phase and United who can vie for that second place spot as well as Sentinels, as long as, their chemistry's good because yes, Royal two was in jail, but they still scrimmed together. They still played. We saw their scrims results have been kind of up and down with Sentinels, right? Mostly positive, but anyway, I'm curious where this puts Sentinels because FaZe and United have been playing so well. And they're in the same pool. Yep, and Optic has been decent when they need to be, for the most part. So, I do think in your... <laughs> Beth says, I hope Tim the Tatman is C9's biggest fan this weekend. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Well, actually, he's uh, partnered with Complexity. He is. So, But they're not going to... Anyway. Let's be real. No offense to them. They're just... The Tim curse. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, he better um, not root for his own fucking team. I do think, I do think Sentinels are going to have that fire, like you mentioned about earlier. Mm-hmm. I think they take second. Okay, in third, fourth, this is where it gets a little dicey. I so put, this is going to be third and fourth. Like you have to choose two different teams here, because I think it's one, two, three, four, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth. Okay, so they're actually going to play them out. I believe so, because it's double elim, third place. I'm pretty sure. I'm going to look just to make sure here. Yep. There'll be separate third and fourth. So storyline with phase. Snipe down is not Peace. fully committed to Halo. Ooh. Are you, are you like saying the storyline? Like you're, you're, you're creating yeah, the storyline. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say, because I haven't seen people say that. I mean, I have, but like, yeah, he's still ahead. been able to compete at a high level, Very but high. he's also dedicating his time to apex still. Yes. He he's also got his little uh, school thing that he's got to, hopefully plan some sort of curriculum for and not just be like, 
have at it. That sounded like <laughs> a personal thing, Will. Maybe just a little bit. Anyway, does does snipe downs distractions from Halo bring down the team's performance? I can't say I've seen that yet. Okay. But knowing that this just started and his mind I feel like if I feel like if he wanted to be 100% committed to the Halo in this team, he would be he would be doing that, but he's not. He's going back. And it's understandable if he's not enjoying himself competing in Halo. But it feels weird. We've always said it to other players. Like this is kind of like team switches all the time. If you're not going to stick it out with your team and like I don't know. It feels weird to me that he's doing this in the height of a competitive season. Does that detract from his gameplay? I haven't seen it yet. We'll see if it does affect him. But I think that they, I think FaZe takes third. Put, that was a lot for FaZe to still take third. <laughs> it was, but it's something that's been on my mind about FaZe. Is, is there, is there going to be something that, that, destroys this team or snipe down leaves. Maybe snipe down will leave and formal will step in finally on a solidified team. Ooh. Um, I don't think he does that though. Bound has been consistently improving. Boo boo is good. Yeah. He got, he got out of that slump. Like I'm not even gonna call it a slump, but like the quote unquote slump that he was in, he got out of that shit quick. And, um, uh, Falcated. Falcated has been right there with them. They've yes. been, they've been playing well together. Yes. I think it's enough for them to get third. Okay. In fourth place, I'm going to put E United. Oh my God. I fucking want to know where Optic is at this point. Holy moly. <laughs> okay. I think Optic is my fifth for me. Okay. Because they get dropped early, it's a harder run and they always falter towards the end. Okay. I think they run out of gas. That's, that's what I think. I think they run out of gas. Wow. I don't want them to. No, I, you no. know I'm a, I'm, 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 a, I'm a lucid Pistola fan. Yeah. I want them to win this whole thing. I'll be rooting for them all the way. But realistically, I think they run out of gas here. Fifth place. Moving on to six, right? Or is there like... Fifth, six is the same. Seventh, eighth is the same. Fifth, six. My heart wants to put Space Station there. But because of this tournament and the way things are going to run out, I'm going to put KCP. Fifth, six. Okay. Seventh, eighth. I'm going to put Space Station. And Xset. And that's where, that's where I'll leave it off. That's funny. Whew. All right. Okay. There you go. So Will's predictions are Cloud9 for first. I have it in the show notes now so we can reference great, this in the next great, episode. Great. No no one's forgetting. Nope. <laughs> uh, so Will's predictions for Anaheim are in first place, Cloud9. Second, Sentinels. Third, Base. Fourth, United. Fifth, sixth, Optic and Pioneers. And seventh, eighth, space station and exit. Is that too far out there? Am I? Am I? No, it's a second land. I don't think anything's too out there. I mean, unless you said like G one's winning the whole event, which right. gets to be like, well, I'm <laughs> fucking out of your mind. 
What is Will on today? Like, right? <laughs> Crazy. Okay. What about yourself? Where, where do you got things? So. That Cloud9 roster is spliced with Penguin. We already know that. So we already know the chemistry is there. But like I said, and like you mentioned, the, yeah, you acknowledged earlier, is that I feel Sentinels are going to come into this event with a fire that we haven't seen in a while. They have their full roster back. And I just feel like when in Raleigh earlier on in the, in the, in the winner's bracket optic went against Sentinels right after Sentinels got through open bracket to champ bracket. It was like right after that. It's like champ round two or something like that. And they played against each other. An optic three Odom. Um, Sentinels make their way all the way back. Optic gets dropped down later on in winners. Then they face off against each other again in losers. And Optic, um, win the se- I mean, not Optic. Sentinels win the series. I think it was three two. Um, and the Slayer wasn't even fucking close at the end of it. And Formal was asked at the end of it. I know he's not going to be on this roster, but formal was asked at the end of it. Like what happened? Like what changed? And he goes, we just weren't ready when we played them before we were playing AM teams the entire time. We just weren't prepared. We weren't, we just weren't, we weren't ready for that type of competition. They're a good team. And so then that happened, right? What? No, that, that comment just brings me back to the whole, like, pros won't scrim against AM teams or outside teams. It's just they're stuck there forever. Sure, and it does suck. It does suck. And we've talked about it, too. Um, but th- that even with Formal not on that team anymore, that's what I'm thinking about, is when they 3-2 when they Optic in losers and we're like, we're just better, even with the sub player. We're just better. So all that happened, right? Um, thank you, Jordan. I'll get to that in a second. Uh, I truly believe Sentinels are going to come in with a heat that we haven't seen in a while. So I'm going to say that Sentinels win Anaheim. They have their full roster back. That's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say Sentinels come out and they just fucking, they do the thing. Second place is going to be cloud nine because I, if, if they weren't going to be first, they have to be second because there's no way they get third, fourth in this tournament. Third place, I'm going to go completely against what Will was talking about. <laughs> and I'm going to say that while they're not good enough to win the whole thing, I'm going to say they button up some of the issues that they had at Raleigh. And they, I'm not, you know what? I'm not even going to say they're going to be better than what they were at Raleigh. I'm going to say they have to be better than what they were at Raleigh. Third place, I'm going to say is going to go to Optic. Get rid of those championship whites. Never wear them again. This championship white shit's a curse. Do you see the skump tweet or whatever the fuck it was? No. Oh, during Raleigh. Oh, yeah. Oh, that that far back. Yeah, yeah, yeah I did that see far it. back. Don't wear championship whites anymore. Okay. It's like Tim the Tatman type curse shit. I'm going to say optic take third. Um, they have to fix 
for the record, I wouldn't be surprised if we're if they're at where Will's at with this in fifth, sixth. They have to be better than what they're doing. They have to play more as a team. They're not doing that. They're they're getting caught out in so many one-on-one fights that they're not winning, and they're just not working together as a team. They need to do better. Their comms are there. They need to execute. That's my problem with them. In fourth place, I'm going to say, please, the reason why I'm not putting them in third is because of their communication. If you tune into their streams, you will fi- you will notice that their comms aren't as on point as they could be. Now, I'm not saying that's, that, that's not going to change come the event, but just... From my perspective, I don't think their comms are at the level of an optic or higher. I, I, I see that. There's been a few times where I've tuned into Snipe down when he's been scrimming or playing, and he's had to direct bound, right? Like, bound's been playing great, but there's yep. times where, like, he's like, okay, bound, off a of spawn, push, come here, push here, where you should have that set up as a team already. Yes. You know, like those, those plays, those ideas. And now it's good that he's telling bound to do that. I'm not discrediting bound because... Bound's been playing great, but. But if you want to take that next step. Yeah. You got to have those comps. Right. Um, And the other thing too, not just about having clear comms during gameplay, but I feel as though they maybe get them, they get into each other's heads a little bit too much. Like if they lose a game or whatever, they just don't bounce back as hard as they should. So I'm just hoping that they shore that up a little bit. And if they if they have proper comps, I can see them doing better than fourth. But in its in their current state, and while they have improved a lot, I still think that just optics should have the upper hand. But then again, FaZe have had their number. So who's to know? But I'm gonna still put FaZe at fourth. In fifth, sixth, I'm gonna say E United and Pioneers. E United could be better than what I have them at. But the reason why I have them there is because of the formal situation. We just don't know what's going to happen. And while the Sentinel squad had practice ahead of Raleigh with formal, E-United isn't. They don't have as much. And I truly believe in a LAN environment, a lot of that's going to come through in the gameplay if you don't have the, the strategies practiced and you don't have that chemistry on point. I can see it not going so well for them. But like Will, like you mentioned, they could be that. He could be the firepower that they need to set him over the top. Who knows? But I'm going to have him at fifth, sixth. And then the other fifth, sixth team I have here is Pioneers to go with um, Will's prediction as well. I just don't think they've broken into the top four yet. I just don't. Um, We're at land. Anything can happen, right? Anything can happen, but I just don't see them in that top four placing yet. So I'm going to keep them at that fifth, sixth. They are a solid fifth, sixth team as of right now. Who knows? And then seventh, eighth, I'm going to say the same exact prediction as you as Space Station and X-Set. Um, X-Set, I said, could be that dark horse in Pool D to win the whole thing in Pool D. I don't... I I'm saying that it could happen. I don't think it's going to happen. So I think that they get that second, third place in that pool. 
maybe get dropped down into losers early because they face off against a top tier team and then they don't make it very far in losers. They get that top, they get that top eight spot. Um, I think they'll improve overall after this event, but I think they'll get a top eight spot and then space station. They haven't proven themselves to me yet. They've had, they had the bad situation with the formal deal. Um, and like, it's just that a lot of things happen with the roster there. Um, hopefully things are gelling more now, but again, I only see them as a top eight team right now. I don't see anything further than that. So yeah, I have Sentinels first, Cloud9 second, Optic third, Phase fourth, United Pioneers fifth, sixth, and Space Station Exit like you in seventh and eighth. All I know is that I'm fucking excited for this weekend. Just a weekend to sit there, watch Halo. You got hockey. We've got this. We got the the big game. Yeah. How are we gonna do this? Uh, two TVs. So here's what I'm wondering. <laughs> so the the championship Sunday stream starts at 11:30 a.m. Pacific, mm-hmm. so 12 1:30 our time. Um, the big game doesn't start until later. 5:30. Right, something like that. 6:30. It's 5:30. So we will have it up on a separate screen. We're gonna have the big game up on the TV down here, but mm-hmm. like we'll have it up on separate screens. We'll watch it if, if Championship Sunday's still going on. Bring a monitor, so set it up over there. I mean, I'm down. <laughs> I'm down. Uh. But no, I'm I'm just excited. Raleigh was a great time, but there's something about just being able to sit there um and just enjoy watching Halo in the comfort of my own home that I'm really looking forward to. I mean there's yeah. gonna be no crowd there anyway, though, so who cares? Yeah. Uh Jordan says, is is uh the big game watch partyable? I don't think so. I don't think so. No, I think it's it's put on by either CBS or NBC or even ABC or Fox, but I don't think it's Fox's year this year. And Twitch is only, um, the Thursday night games who put on the Thursday night games, ESPN, ESPN. which this won't be a ESPN broadcast, but it's not just ESPN. There's another one that, that Amazon bought rights for, if I'm not mistaken, but regardless, yeah, it's, it's probably not watch partyable. That's what we're getting at. Um, yeah. And then like you saw streamers such as Tim, the Tatman watching football, but that's because they had a special deal for him yes, to be able to do that. The Thursday night football game. Yep. Um, and then also, uh, Jordan, thank you for the 22 month resub. You get a, woo! because that's it for our HCS Anaheim preview. Will, who do you guys, if you're, if you're in the chat, if you're in the live chat here, just put your prediction for who you think's taking it home and. We'll move on to some some news. Some regular news? The Fracture Tenrai event is live for another, like, little over 12 hours. So, if you want to play more Fiesta, said no one ever, you can fucking do that. Celebrating Black History Month. This is by Halo. Happy Black History Month, Spartans. 343 Industries joins Team Xbox in uplifting black culture in the black community this February. We'll continue to work to make Halo the inclusive and fun space that all Spartans deserve. And if you log into Halo Infinite at any time in the month of February, you can add the Black History Month uh, Pan-Africa emblem and nameplate to your arsenal. So fuck yes. And happy Black History Month. Cannon fodder, ship it out by Alex Wakeford. 
It's over on Waypoint. I'm not going to read through it, but you can. And if you really want the deep dives of it, go listen to uh, Podcast Evolved over at uh, halopodcast.com. Your home for Halo. There's a Halo Infinite job opening. This is by Joe Stanton. He states, this is a tremendous opportunity to help build the future of Halo Infinite, leading the evolution of the heart and soul of Halo, the game uh, combat, combat sandbox. It's a sandbox design lead position. So, hey, if you get it, don't fuck it up. Next up, Halo Infinite Updates. This is by many. Whoo, boy, we're going to have fun with this one. Attrition will return by Andrew Witz. He states, hey, Spartans, the team is going to bring back attrition in a more consistent manner, such as its own playlist or part of a new one down the road. Thanks for playing and providing feedback on its debut. We love the mode, too, and we're happy to see such a positive response to it. And hey, Andrew, very much looking forward to it. Hopefully all the shit's fixed. Speaking of shit being fixed, FFA issues have been resolved. For people who weren't aware, FFA had some funky stuff going on. Um, an issue that, this is my Halo support, by the way, an issue that caused Halo Infinite free-for-all matches to not show stats or reward progress towards challenges is now resolved. No download is needed for the fix. So there you go. If you're playing FFA, it's not ranked, by the way, but if you're playing FFA and you have challenges associated with it, you should be getting progress. And that's great. Delay of roadmap information. Oh, yay. It's by Joe Statton. He states, hey, folks, in November... I said we'd have a Halo Infinite update on our seasonal roadmap, co-op, and Forge in January. We need more time to finalize our plans, so what we share is something you can rely on. This work is my top priority, and we'll have an update as soon as we can. That's fucking great. And uh, it's not, but that's besides the point. And then finally, Halo Infinite update uh, for February 4th by... Unishek. Big team battle. Yesterday we released, this wasn't yesterday, but bear with me. Uh, we released an update that focused on addressing the issues many of you were seeing in big team battle. It's only been a day, but our data shows that matchmaking success rates have returned to normal. And you know what? I can also say that feels correct. Yes. So credit where credit is due. It seems like it's fucking fixed now. Combining that with community reports of smooth matchmaking, we're pretty confident in saying that BTB is back and now better than ever. I wouldn't go that far. Uh, along with this update, we also managed to squeeze in two community requested changes to big team battle itself. One, when searching with a party, all members of your lobby will be marked appropriately as members of your fire team in the match. We know it's not ideal to end up in a different squad lineup, but for now, even if a player from your party doesn't show up in your intro camera lineup, they'll still appear as part of your fire team throughout the duration of the match. That is good. Yep. Agree. Tank beats everything. We've updated the Pelican vehicle deliveries to drop tanks uh, earlier and more often in matches. Uh, no. Uh, Didn't experience that ever. Earlier earlier in matches, yes. Because like it always seemed like when I would get it, when I would get the, the tank in matches, it would be towards like the last two minutes. Now it's like the last five minutes. Still not often though. Yeah, and there's usually only one. There's no, like, tank v. tank battle. Yep. They should spawn them at both bases. Yep. <laughs> Agreed. And that way, if you control both bases, that's like a power move. And you get both tanks. Look and at you. you. steamroll. And tank beats everything. Tank beats everything. Tank beats everything. Uh, Beth says, yay, they fixed my least favorite playlist. 
She says, I kid, but Beth, we get it. I agree. But at least they fix it. So there are a few other changes included in this update, which you can read about in our patch notes on the Halo support site. But fuck that. I included it because I'm not going to make you click on a separate link. Join in progress rules have been updated to avoid matching into games which are nearly complete. That's nice. Uh, changes to oddball in both ranked and arena multiplayer playlists. If the score is tied when a rounds timer runs out, one minute is added back to the timer. If the score is tied at the end of the additional minute, then the round will be declared a tie. The match will end if two separate rounds end in a tie and the victory will go to the team with more rounds won. Does the ball respawn in the middle? I mean, it, it always does, doesn't it? Like a, a minute is added to the timer. Yeah. So if you have a setup and you get that last second as it hits zero and then you, you go over, I guess it gives the team another chance to break, but yeah. like most likely you'd be able to hold for another 30 seconds. Hopefully. Yeah. But then again, I think if the timer rules still apply, then the timer would stop as long as you're holding oh, the Oh, true. True, true, true. I don't know. True, 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 true. Have to test that shit out. Yeah. I've never, Halo. I've never seen one go to over overtime. So me, me, yeah. Other than like the timer stop, like the timer being paused. I haven't either. Yeah. So, um, Halo championship series variant of free for all slayer has been added to the custom game modes list. And then in custom games, changes to free-for-all Slayer, FFA Oddball, Neutral Flag, and Tactical Slayer SWAT. Game options have up, have updated correctly. The other thing I want to say is, uh, you know, SWAT uh, is not in... Wait, what the fuck was it? There was, there was a... There is a custom game option that doesn't exist for a playlist that is in the game. But attrition does like attrition is in custom games, but this, this one, this, I forget what the fuck it is. Wasn't it tactical slayer? I think it was SWAT. I think it was. Yeah. It's not in the custom games list. So that's fun. Bot backfill difficulty next week. The bot backfill difficulty will be increased for Marine to ODST. This means that when a player leaves and gets replaced by a bot, that bot will now be at the ODST skill level. We hope these ODST bots can help your team out when they drop feet first into your matches instead of being fucking duds. Yeah, it was bad. It Real bad. Mm. And ranked matchmaking. We've been keeping a close eye on ranked since launch. The team has been monitoring data, Will. Pairing that up with community reports and feedback, and has some updates they'd like to go after. Uh, they'd like to go after during the season. Since we're going to be making some improvements mid-season, we plan on resetting competitive skill ranks (CSR). After implementing these updates and giving everyone a fresh start, we expect to see players get redistributed more accurately. So, in other words, shit's fucked. Hopefully, it'll be less fucked later. As we get closer, we'll be sure to give everyone a heads up on when exactly they can expect all this to land. If you're close to that next rank, now's the time to go after it. Kevin CoolX uh, asked, is this mid-season update uh, for the mid-February update? Um, and Unishek replied, right now we're tracking the ranked improvements separately from the build update. They could align, but that's not a requirement for one or the other. Each will arrive when they are ready. 
So yeah, your shit's going to get reset, but hopefully this means that everything is going to be more smoothed out um, and people should be where, they're, where they should be placed. Um, Beth says, so hopefully this means we're getting a ranked FFA list. Praise to, the, <laughs> praise to all the gods. Here's hoping. Who knows? I'd like for a lot of other playlists to be in the game, but we'll have to wait and see. That's it for the regular news. Cod and other games! Watch! It's about damn time. Ranked play beta is coming soon. Notice how I said beta. This is my Call of Duty. Prove yourself in ranked play. Beta. Launching alongside the 2022 Call of Duty League season, expect to begin your ranked journey and play like the pros. Well, hot damn. There you go. CDL opening weekend results. A lot of matches took place. Let's get into them. London Royal Ravens 3-0'd the Florida Muniers. The Boston Breach 3-2'd the Los Angeles Gorillas. The Seattle Surge 3-0'd the New York Subliners. Holy fucking moly. Atlanta Fees 3-2'd Paris Legion. Close one. London Royal Ravens 3-2'd Optic Dallas. Optic got fucking shit on. Seattle Surge 3-2'd Toronto Ultra. Seattle Surge 2-0'd. To start the season, well, they were shit before. Now, they're proving themselves. Los Angeles Gorillas beating the New York Subliners 3-1. to That means the New York Subliners starting out 0-2. Fuck you, Maddie, to start the season off. The Florida Muniers 3-1 Paris Legion. Atlanta Thieves 3-1 against the LA Thieves. And finally, that's right. The Minnesota Rocker beat Optic Dallas 3-2. That means Optic Dallas is starting out 0-2 as well. And we're starting the season off 1-0, baby. So, uh, felt good to clutch up. It did. I was in formal stream watching him play Halo. But he got on a little COD talk. Ooh, COD talk. And it sounds like... The coach, maybe? I don't know. I forget the dude's name. But the guy for Optic Texas, they their their team, so they're they're playing at the hex quarters. Yeah. Their coach had a separate monitor that was pulling feeds from all four monitors into his own monitor. Okay. And sounds like a broadcasting thing, sure. Yep. Turns out the optic team is saying this was causing lag for their guys. And that's why they didn't play well. Ooh. But I'm thinking that pulling those feeds shouldn't be a significant enough lag time. But but lag is uh, lag is lag. Lag is in lag. a competitive setting. Anything can matter. But that was Optics' decision to have that set up. That's their fault. We'll see if anything changes in the future. But it also, like, it kind of stung a little bit as, like, Rocker coming off that win and then hearing later in the day, like, oh, like, we had, a, we had, we had. Excuses. <laughs> so, you fucking suck. You lost. Move on. But we'll see. We'll see if they change it up if, uh, if their performance rebounds. No, obviously, I want every team to be the best that they possibly can be. So, if that was an actual issue for Optic, then hopefully things get better in the future. It's Let's, weird to me that some teams played two games and some played one. Yes. 
I don't understand it, but I, who knows? But hey, let's go through the standings real quick, regardless of teams playing either one or two games. Uh, tied for first, the London Royal Ravens, the Seattle Surge, two teams you never would have fucking thought me at the top, and the Atlanta Fees are 2 and 0 to start off the fucking series. Um, Ra- Ravens and Surge are 6 and 2 in map win loss, uh, and the Fees are 6 and 3. Then we have, um, for top four or tied for fourth, we have the Florida Mutineers, uh, LA Gorillas, the Rocker, and the Breach. Um, Breach and Rocker both 1 and 0. Gorillas and Mutineers 1 and 1. Um, and then tied for eighth, we have teams you never thought would be here. Uh, the Toronto ultra, the LA thieves, op, uh, Texas, optic, Texas, Paris Legion, and the New York subliners, optic, Texas Legion and subliners are all Owen two ultra and thieves are Owen one. Wow. Um, could be an interesting year. It's spicy. Beth says somebody had a good point on optic struggling this year. Don't they struggle every year, Beth? At some point. Uh, mentioned how normally optic starts out hot and then kind of freezes throughout the year. But now with Rambo as the main coach, he's super focused on fundamentals and building on that and get better as the year goes on rather than relying on just pure gun skill at the start. But I didn't watch. So I don't know how they were fundamentally. Well, from what I heard slash saw, they could have easily won some games, but they collapsed. So, um, there's a map I believe called Berlin. That uh, they're apparently they're like just horrible on. There you go. That's what the casters were basically saying without saying it. Yeah, it's it's crazy. A lot of these teams you would never have expected to be at the top for the first weekend that the season just started. Yeah, yeah, re- re- right. It but, is first weekend. A lot of crazy. cod left to be played. Yes, still crazy to see that though. It's, it's literally Seattle was one of the worst teams last year, and now based off one weekend, they are two and zero to start. London Royal Ravens, same thing. 2-0 to start. Crazy. That's it for Cotton of the Games Watch. It's time for Will's Adventures with the Nails. And other games. Will, what did you play last week? Um. Well, for Friday, I played Halo Infinite in the Community Playdate. Fuck Yeah. Before the community play date, I played some rock band. The fuck? Yeah. I uh, played Destiny 2 a lot with you and Pancakes. Yes. Shout out Pancakes. And then played some Escape from Tarkov again. Very kind nice. of the same shit, different week. What about yourself? I played two games. I played Halo Infinite, the yeah. community play date, and the dumbass fucking Tenrai event because uh, Fiesta sucks. Always has, always will. Um, and then I played some Destiny 2 as well. We did the Grasp of Avarice Dungeon together. Yeah. Um, we come to find out after we finished it that uh, Pancakes was having connecting to Destiny messages pop up. And we were, and the reason why he brought that up is because we did the uh, presage or presage or whatever you want to say, the exotic mission to get the dead man's tail. Um, and our games crashed not yours but pancakes and i our games crashed and then he mentioned that oh yeah during the dungeon i was getting this message all the time but uh luckily nothing happened Mm. um and then playing a lot of dares of eternity because i'm trying to just get 
I want that ship. It's a lot of dares, man. I want the space rock. The space rock. Yeah. I'm almost ranked 10. So. I think I'm up to like 11 or 12 now. Nice. I think it goes, what, 16? 17? Either way, it's a lot of dares, like you said. A lot of dares. Um, so there's that. That's all I played. All right. Well, let's get into some jobs. <laughs> Shout out to everyone who joined the community play date. I have a list. The list is. What are you looking at? The time. Oh, the time. The list is. Shot. High tech redneck. The respectful issue. Bunny triggers. Risky Drew. D pancakes. Goalie sniper. And intimidator. 363. And Dom, a special shout out to you uh, because he he wanted to get the party bus achievement. It's one of the one of the achievements he was missing. Yeah. And he, Dom and I worked together and he messaged me on Slack and he's like, uh, what, are you ever going to, like, when when are we going to try to go for this achievement in B2B? And I'm like, well, dude, we I literally do a community played it every week or try to. And BTB is supposedly fixed now. So if we just get a group going, we could easily do it. Sure shit. Second game. All of us. All of us on spawn found a Razorback. It was on fragmentation, I think. And we just all, just like not helping at all our team win the game. Just focused on everybody getting the achievement. It was just really funny and it was a fun time. Um, so yeah, we got the achievement. It was great. Um, shout out to everyone who followed and subbed during the live show. We have a fucking lot uh, so shout out to, uh, Norrin Letts, um, Prez, Meek Jitsu, Stipset, The Voster, uh, Chicker Turns 617, Raider Hater, oh God, XRXD347HX, whatever the fuck that is, um, <laughs> Christian Rams, Walk 18, Violet Hayes, and Sean is elsewhere, although Sean is here. Uh, thank you all for the follows. Greatly appreciate it. And then Beth with the 20 month, 21 month resub Raider hater with a three month resub and, uh, Jordan with the 22 month resub. Thank you all so very much. You all get a, woo, woo, woo. I know I did them earlier, but fuck it. I'll do it again. Uh, congratulations to Matt Klein on his two year anniversary with three, four, three in Microsoft. Happy belated birthday to bound. And today, happy birthday to Lottie. There you go. Community creations. We've got them. Halo memes every day. Red.com forward slash R forward slash Halo memes. Clips of the week number 143. This is by High Tech Redneck. Go check out that YouTube video. Dark Horse, a KCP Halo documentary part one HCS Raleigh by Kansas City Pioneers. Ranked Onyx Montage by VA Blackhawk, or it's by Zents Prod Edits, but VA Blackhawk, Halo Infinite Season 1. Common and Haynes of Oxygen Esports, they did a Reddit AMA. Overhead replay of a match between E United and Cloud9 built entirely by AI by Lubico or Lubiku, and it's fucking rad. Go check that out. Surprise, that's not an observer. But it's fucking rad. Okay, the most clickbait ass title of all time. Banned Halo team steals player and wins. This is by Sentinels. This is their documentary. Again, clickbait title outside of it. It, it was actually really well done. Go check that out. Um, Ascension, the foundation season one, episode one, HCS Raleigh by G one, uh, Vandal conquest, how we place top 32 at HCS Raleigh 2021 by Vandal. And finally 
the Podcast Evolved 2022 Roadmap by Podcast Evolved. Go check that fucking thing out too. There's a lot of stuff coming in the new year. That's it. That's all I got. Will. Yeah. Would you mind hugging the show? Find us on your favorite podcast services. Just search for HGS Pro Talk. We're on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and Spotify, and others as well. Fucking cast! Leave us a review and let others know about the show. Join the Discord. Join the community discussion. Link is provided in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show or the honor link tree or exclamation point show notes. Or not. Well, show notes and chat and then uh, Discord. Exclamation point Discord and chat. Yes. If you want to join our Discord. Do it. Um, you can find us on all the social medias. Well, some of the social medias. Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We post our VODs on YouTube if you'd like to go check out some video content. We have our own esportspedia page that needs to be updated, but it's there. Uh, go to hsprotalk.com, kind of a central hub for uh, HSProtalk a little bit. Links to episodes, old stuff there too. Link to some merch, which we have a little bit going on right now. And then don't forget about the fine folks over at Podcast Evolved, as Josh mentioned before. Make sure to check out halopodcast.com, your home for Halo. If you want lore, missions, books, blocks, and top Halo news stories, check out their shows, Podcast Evolved, Mission Debrief Book Club, Build with Blocks, and Halo Headlines. And that's all I got. Josh, what's on the next episode? Oh, my God. Well, if you didn't fucking already know, our HCS Anaheim Post Show, obviously. Talk about the results. Talk about how our predictions were wrong, because they always are. And uh, X said are going to win the whole thing. So there's that. Just kidding. Uh, Beth says that Vandal video was really well done. Awesome to see from a newer team in org. Yep, it was really well done. The only criticism, the only critique I really want to give is if you are an organization that has a production team or a producer who is creating these videos, right? I don't care who is on the roster. I care who's on the roster, and there's a point I'm going to make here. I don't care if you have some of the best players in the world on your roster, like a Sentinels. If I am a new person coming into the scene for the first time, I don't know who they are. Do a better job explaining and introducing those players of your team. I understand that a lot of these videos that are coming out were recaps of Raleigh and how they placed and whatnot, but you could have opened the video or have separate videos highlighting the players that are on your roster. Give a little introduction to them, have them more involved within the video themselves, like talking about how series went instead of just having a video directly only like dedicated to basically gameplay, which is what one of the organizations did for their video. So keep in mind players coming in for the first time. And I'm not saying it has to be in the one video, but have separate content out there as well for people to consume that give introductions to the players that are on your team to make them like them, dislike them, whatever it is, right? That's, that's what I want. That's what I am looking forward to. So yeah, uh, Beth says that was my thing too. Like, uh, I don't think they even really labeled them when they were showing the headshots at the players. So I didn't know who the, who was who exactly. That's yeah. So like Vandal Sentinels, I don't care who you are, right? Highlight the players that are on your team, have them sit down, give themselves uh, personal introductions. And yeah, that's, that's what I, that's what I'd like. So 
Yeah, like Will said, or like Will asked, what was on the next episode? The next episode is our HGS Anaheim Post Show. So we're going to talk about all that shit. Looking forward to it. Guys, that's going to do it. Jesus, I burped. Whew. That's going to do it for episode 221 of HCS Pro Talk. If you're watching live, thank you all so very much for being here. Greatly appreciated. Thank you all so much for the brand new follows and subs. Awesome. Love it. Love to see you. If you're uh, listening to the audio version of the show or you're watching the VOD, thank you as well. Taking the time out of your day, week, month, year, whatever it is to listen, watch, consume the content. It's greatly appreciated as well. Seriously mean that. Um, We hope you guys enjoyed. We'll be back next week to talk about the results of the second ever infinite land. This time for North America only, HCS Anaheim. But until then.